Hello and welcome to another episode of Deck Hockey Focus. We are your number one source of deck hockey news, entertainment, equipment reviews, and information. And chest waxing. <laughs> we uh, start every episode cracking a cold one with the boys. Alright, on tonight's episode we're going to have a quick rehash of my fucking misery. Um, your misery, our delight. It's, oh, it's terrible. You didn't um, have anything on the line, bod. I know. For That's those why of, I was delighted. For those of you paying attention, the new rankings are out. We're going to talk about what that means about storming and forming your team. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about off-season training. Give you guys some tips and tricks to get you in better shape for deck. Uh, on Just so we're clear, on tonight's episode, we got... Eric Mock. Ryan Shackelford. And me, Zach Hurt. And uh, let's jump into it. All right, so Squatch, I think a lot of people saw it live. A lot of people saw it on the rerun. We appreciate everybody sharing it. But uh, why don't you recount us on what exactly happened? Run us through the bet first and then why you Super think high you level lost. On the bet. Why do you think you lost? <laughs> and then uh, what's it like walking around with just a baby smooth chest? Well, uh, the bet was that my team would score more team points in the tournament than Eric Mock's team. And as my team was not in the final, it is very apparent they did not produce for me the and way I what, thought they would. How did, how did you, my what, team do? Hold on. Did you hear that, though? They didn't produce for him. They didn't produce for him. Is that a leadership issue, or how does that even happen? Uh, Shaq, try to play leader from net in a continuous clock game. I do. It is not a continuous clock game. You did not play in the Winter Classic. I have played in okay, the Winter so Classic. Okay, so now that we've established that it wasn't your fault, it was your <laughs> entire team's fault. You have you, all let me down, including your girlfriend, So, do you think, how would you like them to block full court shots in the future so you don't get sniped? How about stand in front of them? Okay. Or and, and or but not so give you the space to take I would, that shot. Well, it's a it's a free shot from below the goal line. They, it's if you knew things about the rules as a captain, you should you would have known that. But I guess yeah, you had a tough time standing in front of it though. So I feel like maybe they had a tough time. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I I thought I thought I honestly I thought your team performed really well. Yeah, so like in our game, it was in all honesty. To be fair, but, like we had three games we lost by one goal before I was pulled. So like, it, it was tight. Well, you know, if it, it wasn't came down to like, if it wasn't for teams like you guys, we never would have got that tiebreaker with Caspers. Like we seriously, we got that tiebreaker by like, a goal. He's like the Iowa Hawkeyes of deck hockey. And we they your, don't win championships; your, they ruin championships. Yeah, for play other to your teams. competition and then <laughs> screw someone. Exactly. We, I mean, we're Ohio right. State. We're right there up until the end. I mean, the game between us literally was going to be like whichever one of us won was probably going to take home that bet. I mean, and we took it to the last minute. It was tied 7-7 until the last minute of the game. Okay. But then instead I went on to the championship and whatever. Yeah. It was a pretty good game. So we're all there, and I think we covered this topic pretty in-depth on Deck Hockey Focus. For I'm those, still for so those, excited. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. For those curious, my chest hairs are growing back. They will be back in full force by spring season. But what was, what was the aftermath, like the next few days of that? How did that it feel? Really, it really wasn't bad. Really? It broke out into some acne. I don't know. It felt like a really bad sunburn. I mean, tattoos hurt worse. If I have to like really compare it to something, was the was it what was the worst one? Was it the first one that you did yourself? Was it one no, on the nipple? No, was that it, one. I like the, that one. I did what about the belly button one. Was an fu to all of you yeah, guys. Yeah, we know. 
And yeah, uh, we were there. That didn't, was, re- didn't really kill my fun. No. To be honest, I was just it was so when, giddy. When you when you I motherfuckers over it. you did all three at once. Yeah, that I was that, that was, was some vicious at different and, intervals too. Three, two, now. <laughs> I can't count. <laughs> we ran we here. ran out of wax. For people saying I don't have a hairy enough chest to make it worth it, let me tell you, even if you have twelve chest hairs, it hurts, man. He had more than twelve. Twelve hundred, roughly, r- roughly twelve thousand. Yeah. Anyway, we're gone. So, you're recovered now. You're good to go. Hair's starting to come back. Yeah. Everything feels good. I'm not gonna make uh, another bed. I think it's somebody else needs to show up and uh, do something. Um, Mock, you and I, as far as I'm concerned, are bet absolved for the next one. I I really think we need to have Chad. I have a Shack gambling problem, and I'm very very confident. So, I'm off. So am I. So I think we're going to have to come to terms with something. The problem is we don't exactly play against each other a lot. If I see an opportunity to take down someone that I hate, I'm going to do that. Yeah, but I like making it more painful for people I like. And I find you slightly above marginally acceptable. I hate both of you. <laughs> both goalies. I hate goalies. But I hate more than a goalie. All right. So what we're talking about here, and to summarize that, um, you know, he's on the road to recovery. Um but I don't think he's going to make be making any stupid bets. But Here, I got another one for you. A lot of people are saying, like, oh, Mark, you should just play goalie anyway. You can all go fuck yourselves. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I won. I don't want to play goalie. It sounds like a nightmare. People just shoot at you and you mm-hmm. just, what? No, 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 no. Not happening. Honestly, the bruises I had from summer tournament took longer to heal or like hurt more than any bit of that chest waxing. Yeah. <laughs> This episode's brought to you by Cracking a Cold One with the Boys, wrapped around our delectable deck hockey focused koozies. They keep your drinks at a crispy 36.2 degrees. Scientifically proven. Guess what, guys? If you buy two of them, we give you a free deck hockey focused decal, all for $5. See anybody associated with the show for more information. All right, guys, time for the big uh, the big news on the streets right now. The new rankings are out. Some people are going up. Some people are going down. Some teams are going to get handcuffed, and some teams are going to get a little bit of a boost. Mm-hmm. And we know this is kind of the offseason where everybody's shuffling around, dropping this guy, adding this guy. Now we're over the cap. We're way under the cap. We can add somebody. Uh, I mean, it's... It's Christmas, man. <laughs> so what kind of presents do we have to unwrap? Well, I think we start with some of the biggest names moving to D1. Uh, Kramer has moved from 2-plus to D1, and good for that kid. Kramer showed up so incredibly hard in in the D1 playoffs with Crew. Nick, gone. Bobby, gone. The kid and weighs 120 pounds and was grinding against everybody in every corner. He so incredibly far out of his weight class. And the thing is, he either is fearless or he just doesn't he doesn't understand that he's supposed to respect older more experienced <laughs> players because he goes into the corner and they'll double down on him and he just doesn't he doesn't care the amount of composure on that kid he's either got a learning disability or he's great <laughs> and the rankings go up so i'm gonna say he's great no i agree i, I mean i played with him in two plus and that kid's He's all over the place. He doesn't he's stop. Quiet, man. We yeah. we need more kids that they score a goal and they're like, "Thanks for the pass." Yeah, thanks, yeah. buddy. So let's 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 hammer these out quick and let's talk about what what the rankings do to like how you build your. Honestly, team. 
No, I think that's the excellent point, though. I mean, we talked about Kramer because that's a big one. He plays D2, he plays 2+. Well, and, and he plays D1. Crew. I mean, Crew was so deep this year. I mean, Dude, for them to take down Palmer blew my freaking mind. Yeah, without Nikki. I was ref in the game, and I thought they were screwed. Yeah. But so that, that I would say that is the by far the most notable one. It's so far that we've seen. There's a lot going on. Well, and why we mentioned Kramer is because, like I just said, he plays D2, D2+, and D1. It impacts the D2 team more than it does the 2-plus or the D1. D1 doesn't matter. You can have every, your entire roster can be D1 players. And it's his bar mitzvah, baby. You're an <laughs> adult. What's up? I, I think while we're talking about D2 teams, um, I think Kramer is a significant uh, bump. But let's talk about the biggest jump on here. Nikki Kalambari jumping from a women's ranking to D2. She is pioneering women's rankings jumping so, to like the regular traditional well, she, co-ed just rankings. for context for context yes Shaq what are you ranked two plus Squatch what are you ranked four plus okay so there's I, I there's, fully admit Nikki there, Collins is a significantly better goal that's than not me. she's good yeah well, and she played the season with uh, Mutiny and D3+. Plus, uh, and she was solid. Uh, but other, other, hey, other big ones, who do we have? Uh, no, I think that's. I think those are the biggest. I don't think there's a lot of you know, big eye-openers on the board right now. We did run through a, a handful of individuals. But one of the things that's brand new this year, D5. Yep, there's been a handful of D5 rankings that go out there. And I think my biggest takeaway from that, as somebody plays at the lower leagues... We are separating and I think getting a more pure form of what your actual skill is, if that makes sense. Or yeah. It, it makes it a little a little more even. Um, so it's, it's going to bump players down. It's going to move some players up. Well, and I think it's going to sound, I don't know, kind of counterintuitive if that's, if that's what I want to say here. But it's only because everyone is getting better. Yep. And now we can separate the people who have only gotten a little better from the people who have gotten way, way better really fast. And like, like a lot of people will look at, oh, there's a D and we rip on it. Actually. I probably rip on oh, it a God, lot myself, horrible. you know, a D4, D5, a D6. Oh, your people. And really all it means is that now, I mean, D, like a D2 team, this upcoming season would probably win the second or third installment of deck hockey in the quad cities. I mean, yep. mm-hmm. and, and so that lower level isn't getting worse. It's, it's just getting, getting more specific because we correct. have more players and they're constantly getting more competitive. Well, in the lower leagues, like, you know, D4, D4 plus even D3 last year, it was, I'm going to say oversaturated. I don't think that's mm-hmm. an inappropriate word for that. Not but it's all. hard when there's a when there's a talent pool that's largely of the same skill set. Correct. You've got to give it a little time for some of the cream to rise to the top. Mm-hmm. And where everybody's rising, some people rise ten percent, some people rise seventy five percent, and then, you know, you can slam the floor on a few people just to give some more room because yeah. you can't just throw everyone to the top. Well, you and it's I just, were there in the fantastic. first year. Yeah, you and I were there in the first year with one deck. There's only what one league. Then it became two. Yeah, three. I, I jumped in. I subbed when it was one league, and then I played when it was two. But I remember being even in two leagues. It was like some games you'd get blown way out, and other games like we'd be completely fine. The I, what I think in the what's happening here at the D five, and I'm theorizing. I haven't talked to anybody about it, but you're seeing the parity in leagues, right? 
And I think you're giving the lower level players a chance to still remain competitive and not feel Correct. like they're getting slammed and that's, by players that are, you know, incredibly you're fit. Yeah, you're level setting expectations and schedules and leagues, right? Well, my main point yeah. here is that whatever the lowest the lowest level is, if it's D4 last year, if it's D5, if it's D6 the next year, mm-hmm. that lowest level is better every year than Correct. the previous year. Oh, right. God, yeah. And I think that's Absolutely. the main thing you want to take away from this mm-hmm. is that even though that, that ranking looks like it's going down, the entire talent pool of the Quad Cities going is way absurdly up. high. Yeah. I think if you give it another 15 years, like we already <laughs> are a pretty pretty hot 15 years? Bed. No, I, no, hear me out. Hear me I out. can't think that far in the future, we're, man. We're already a hot hockey bed, you know, in terms of like the NHL and whatnot and the lower leagues and, you know, hockey. I, I would imagine in the next 15 years, you're going to see us grow even further than what we are now. Well, no, and, I, and it's an excellent point. It takes us off topic a little bit, but the expansion of deck hockey and then the creation of D5, it's a good thing for everybody. It, expanding yeah. hockey in the Quad Cities, it, it's making it better. Well, and it's important for everyone in Waterloo, in Springfield, in Canada, in Louisiana, wherever you're from. To know that you're not better than us, we're <laughs> so much better than you, just specifically at hockey. Correct. Come and play against us in July, and we'll prove to you why you're bad at hockey. We'll see you there, boys. Sponsored by Deck Hockey Focus. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're talking about, and just kind of wrap this up, though, um, you know, we talked about it a handful of episodes, and... Everybody's putting their teams together throughout the year. You know, it's not like two weeks before the season. And you know what happened? What just happened with the rankings? It happens every year. But there are a handful of teams in every league that remain ultra competitive, even through this adversity. So, how do you think, or what do you think they're doing that other teams aren't? Uh, Circle Tap right now. They do it every year. They, you know, they max out their D ones. One of their guys. Uh, D two, we have the same issue. Mutiny and uh, the dailies. So I'm gonna I'm gonna change the question here. Sure. In the lower leagues, do you? In, I mean, you could do it in like three plus. We were talking to before we were recording. Do you take one D two plus guy and one D two, no. or do you do three D two? No, I it, absolutely depends. I, my personal opinion here is I'd rather have three D two, but I also want to put a cohesive team together. But so his his kind of question was, how do they do it? How do they stay relevant? Correct. And it's it's kind of a it's a catch twenty two between keeping good relationships with your guys and scouting the hell out of kinda, everything. No, and then kind of like sometimes you got to be tough, man. If you want to win, you can't be a nice guy. You know, you can't be telling everybody, yeah, everybody can be on our team. It's fantastic. Sometimes I'll bring, I'll sometimes bring more we gotta next game. Sometimes we got to win, but that's how. That's how franchises are built. We Correct. see it with Irish Mafia. If you your ranking goes down, fantastic. Now we can put you on our lower level team and you're going to carry that team to a championship or you got ranked up, which is fine because if you didn't get ranked up, you are going to give us more points when we move you up the ladder of our franchise. Yeah, they have a farm system called that that they're building off of and they have mobility. Exactly, exactly. And or I think that you become just a bargain in a, a tournament or you know, you name it. Exactly. Yeah. And there are a lot of teams that they're not like directly affiliated with each other, but you know, if they if, know. if Nikki's playing goalie for for your two plus team, you're he's scouting you for crew. Exactly. You know, or yeah. if you're on my team, 
obviously Nikki's scouting you for crew. It's just <laughs> how it works. Yeah. No, but and you gotta be a little bit of an asshole sometimes. Yeah, and I'll be honest, like I I mean, obviously I put a lot of teams together and then kind of throughout tournaments or regular season and I didn't play in the winter classic, but I was up there for almost every goddamn game. And that was the specific reason why. I we talked about it earlier. We shit on the lower leagues, and I'm not gonna lie. I probably don't know a lot of your names, but I need to learn them. Best time for ever. this very reason. Best time and ever to scout. I'm not gonna lie. There are players that I didn't know who they were that I spent some time asking around trying to figure out who they were. You see them score a couple goals, and then you're like, "What's that guy ranked? What's I that guy ranked? See, exactly. They're like D two, and you're like, "No way." He's I see D two. I see potential in that guy, and like, just look at the matchups and what he can do, and then. Oh shit! If I had well, players around him, exactly. And what you don't see is some of these guys have an artificially low ranking because they're not on a sick line, so they can't shine. So they've got yeah. some bad habits, and you throw them with somebody who knows what they're doing, and all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, they're producing." Pick your head up, look for a minute. You're on a line now. We get to play hockey, and they're like, "Oh!" And it's a like, goal, 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 yeah. goal, and they're like, "This is fantastic." To, to take it to some Shaq, and I know a little bit better. I mean, yeah. Shaq, we we know enough about players. Is too, it but losing like, in terms of? <laughs> Hey, why why am I lumped in on that? That's true. I'm sorry, Shaq. I Thank didn't you. Mean that. Shut up. <laughs> uh, when it comes to like goalies, though, you, it's the same thing. Like you can tell, are you on a bad team or are you just a bad goalie? And for me, I'm just a bad goalie. <laughs> you're, you're, the, you're, the, you're the goalie. You're the goalie with a, a ten goals against, but a nine five save percentage or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. You're just getting absolutely dunked on every night. Exactly. But there's a there's a lot that goes into that and kind of. For me, how I let's call it relevancy. Um, I try to be there every year with my teams and my leagues. That's what I'm doing. That's it. There's no secret to it. I'm just trying to find new guys and leveraging, like not leveraging. That sounds bad, but all right. Oh, okay, cool. We're on this team, but you know him. Yeah, absolutely. Let's go talk to him. Let's well, see what Shaq, we can do. Shaq, you're one of the only guys I know that puts together rosters and manages teams that you're not on and have no, like, literally nothing to do with other than just like. Team mom, man. Build, build the franchise, man. Building the franchise. Yeah. See, well, I, I mean, I, I enjoy the sport, and I, I mean, I don't mind doing that. It's, it's actually like fulfilling for me. Oddly see, enough, I, I take a slightly different approach. Um, it's the same same concept. Um, Is it build an Excel spreadsheet and then lose and get your chest waxed? Um, for the record, historically, yes. I did about as statement. best as I could for an Excel spreadsheet. All of you guys were artificially inflated because you're all captains. Huh. That play in the higher leagues. Interesting theory. Okay. Well, but anyways, we'll we'll run some math and metrics and revisit that later. But right now, we're gonna move well, on because I don't well, think that's true. Let me let me fucking make my point here. Sorry, buddy. I posted uh, a while ago. I posted a blog about networking, um, and and we've talked about this on this show before. For me, it's all about just cracking a cold one with somebody up there, and you know maybe a cold one is a Gatorade, but you know just talking to people and getting to know them and knowing, especially if you see them playing sick. Go talk to them. Get to know them as a person. And poach. Yeah. See if they're going to be working well with you, either just on and off the deck. Dude, surprise example. Uh, No, surprise example. (laughs) So, Darren and I have had a a bit of a... Tumultuous uh, relationship? Tumultuous would be a nice word. Uh, We've had some some run-ins in the past and some fisticuffs and, and whatever. And then... We get on a team together with, uh, what the hell team? Waterloo? Was it Rebellion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Rebellion. With Rebellion? Mm-hmm. Our first goal of that entire season was me to dare. Yeah. 
and we played together and, and we played well together. Well, yeah, it's but like you guys are players too. You understand that whatever you guys did playing against each yeah, other is because you were playing against each is, other. So there's something to be said for you punching a guy in the team. face and then having a beer with him and then being like, yo, maybe we should team up instead of punching each other in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I see it. Either way, it's complicated. Uh, take a take a full look at the rankings and I mean, there's a lot of surprises. A lot of guys that didn't get ranked up that we had projected would be ranked up. We're not going to tell you who they are because they're, we're putting them on our team. Yeah, correct. Uh, so you can figure that one out for yourself and then lose to us. Yep. And Enjoy. I mean, this this uh, information and advice spans all leagues, not only in the Quad Cities here. And we just mentioned a few people from the Quad Cities, but take it in your Quebec leagues, Waterloo leagues, or hell, even take it to your ice hockey league. But so what do we think goes into the rankings? Because I don't really know if there's some sort of metric or, or a points uh, allowance or something like that. Yeah. It's it's way, let's be honest, it's way too complicated for Pat and Nick. They're not making the damn spreadsheets like exactly. you idiots are. They're doing everything off of feels, and they're super dialed yeah. in, and I think they do a really nice job. No, there, there's an I algorithm to it. I think it's it. 60% calculation, yeah. 40% feel. It's very objective. I they're, feel like they don't even know that that adds up to 100%. So no, of course well, they well, don't. Hold on, hold on. Page. It's uh, 60% calculation, 30% feeling, 20%... Crack whatever up. they want <laughs> which is 110 well, percent if you're adding up no because otherwise otherwise kramer and stone wouldn't be ranked no up. it no what it is there's actually an algorithm it the website that is used is the same website they use in quebec that's why they use it, it you know waterloo springfield everybody's using that because there's an algorithm that runs behind the scenes yep. that calculates stats and it you know it looks at those things from what i've but, been told it's one and a half points a game in your league you will stay if you expand past two points a game, you will go up. But what has to happen is an algorithm can only calculate so much. We talked about it a little bit, like, oh, that guy's not producing or, you know, he's not scoring points because he's on a shitty line or he's playing with a shitty team. Yep. You have to look at that afterwards. So well, step got, one is to use the objective and, and algorithm there are, math. There are some cases where the algorithm doesn't make sense. Crap. Like if you have a defensive guy, because this is – our algorithm is objectively based on – Scoring on offense, right? Mm-hmm. Then there are some players that I've been told from that I've made a case that should be lowered, where we've been told they're just smart players and they will play at a lower li- level um, because they're a smart player, yeah. which makes sense to me, you know. And I'm not arguing that. And that's where the uh, that's where the subjectivity comes in. And in, in a lot of cases, especially guy from guys like Nick and Pat, they're gonna know. Who they, has the skills to move up? Yeah, they, they've seen you play. They're not stupid. They know the game better than most of us, 99% of DAC. And, you know, there's a lot of lobbying that happens. Oh, this guy versus that guy, blah, 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 blah. But what's happening is they're looking at those intangibles that the algorithm can't. Exactly. And if you're trying to take, I mean, what's going to happen, though, and I'm just going to be honest in conversations I've had, if you're trying to stack and load up a team, you know, by trying to rank guys down, it's going to be a hard no. Yep. Parody's important. It won't work. Yeah. But if I otherwise mean, we would do it. Yeah, of course. It would have already been done. I mean, we tried it in the Waterloo term. <laughs> but the way you do it is by finding guys that are underranked. But the way that I've always developing the talent. The way that I've always looked at it is where what is the lowest like okay, let's say we want to rank someone down. What is legally worst case scenario, the lowest level that that person can play at? And would they just be head and shoulders above everyone? Would they be an absolute game changer? Like if you threw them on the worst 
team in the league or something, would they just be dumping the zero and six team now and, becomes like six and six? Just well, and that's like where that. it comes is like is like uh, like like uh, I I think of like John Jarace, like he's a guy who can put his head down and score a goal. You know, just yeah. I, I can just close my eyes and I can just grind and I can do it myself if I don't have any help. I'm I'm probably not one of those guys that can coast to coast it and like be, beast mode my way to the net without having a pass involved or anything sure. like that. And well, I think that's a huge factor. Yeah, no, it's a good point. And honestly, it's my personal theory of rankings. Um, it's not how they do it, but my thought is, let's just say you're a D two player. You should, as a D two ranked, be middle of the pack or better, right? Like if that's your true ranking. But if you're an elite D2, you should be able to go to D2 plus and be serviceable. You don't need to be top line. You don't need to be producing, mm -hmm. but you need not to fuck up. And conversely, if you go to D3 plus, you should be you should be smoking. You should be getting three goals a game or three points a game. Yeah. So, you know, when people talk about rankings, oh, this is bullshit or I don't agree, blah, blah, blah. You need to look at outside of the team they're playing on and think about if they could go up a league, you know, and be invited to play or sub for them. And then go down and just massacre. Yeah. And that's that's my personal theory that when I look at a ranking, I'm like, oh, okay, that that makes sense. You know, somebody may have an issue with it, but I'm like, all right, cool. No, um, I've seen him play. Like, if he goes up a league, he's going to be a non-factor or he's going to be, yeah, I kind of want to look at this but guy and bring him on board. it's what makes it really good for those teams that are like, they have a ton, like, like two-plus teams that have a ton of two-plus guys. Mm-hmm where that team could play D1 and be super competitive, yeah. where they don't have a super top guy and they don't have a thumper. They're just, They're just across the, the board yeah. good. Like That's what makes the ranking system so yeah. great. Well, absolutely. And let's not lose sight of the fact that you want D1, again, my opinion here, D1 and D2 plus to be very limited. You don't yeah. want 20 teams up there. You don't want 10 teams. You want Yeah, I think you want it like 6. You want the yeah. 6 or 7, 5, 6, 7 teams of yep. the elite players. And those rankings are going to shift in context of that too and they should. Like you were mock you were saying that, you know, the leagues are getting better now with D5. That means D3 is just that much better now. Right. And D3 plus is even better in D2 oh or God. D4 plus. When D3 was the lowest ranking. If you threw a D3 team from whatever this upcoming season is, they would absolutely baste whoever yeah, won yeah. that year. It would 100%. be absolute no contest and everybody would bitch. But so, uh, semi-sidebar, uh, they were talking a few years ago about making like an elite, uh, and it was like all, it was like a, like a, one plus league or something. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, all yeah. Draft, And it right? was gonna be yeah, yep. it was gonna be uh schoolyard draft two teams and they just play like once a week or every dude, Sunday be, or something. That'd be nasty. And it was just gonna be dude, it was gonna be I don't think I could play in that league no. right now. Maybe I, I could if I had the pieces around me, but I, man, I, I think, would not be I well, wouldn't be a Well with the talent that's here now, like even with the Palmer teams and the kids coming from Canada and you know the people that emerge as some elite hockey players in deck, like, dude, that'd be gnarly. Like, my good... schedule would open up to watch that game regardless of when it was scheduled. I think this is a good time to announce that Deck Hockey Focus will be live commenting or live uh, commentary on a couple D1 games this season. Uh, we'll test it out on you guys. At least see live what streaming. Think. Yeah, no. We're well, gonna... no, no, no. Well, the live commentary. Now that we have a PA system, we'll be up there and we will color commentary at least a couple D1 games. Yeah. Oh, announcing goals and stuff. Yep. No, like the whole play-by-play, -play, like you're watching the NHL. Like, yep. you're Pat Foley, I'm Eddie O. 
Yep. And we'll be it'll it'll we'll do it like live first before we announce it with like a, a phone or whatever and we'll do Facebook Live, but we'll do it there. Does that mean live I have to first. learn everybody's names? Unbelievable. Yeah, I'll probably do it first with okay. Holst or somebody. <laughs> just, we're, just, okay. we're not going to do it with you guys if you don't have jerseys. Yeah, you have to have jerseys, <laughs> and I have to know all of you. So. Well, that's okay, though, because Palmer, you're probably those games. Yeah, I think, I think to wrap this whole segment up, you all need to be figuring out your teams now and understanding who's going to be on what, where your rankings all lie, and start looking and considering it now and having those tough conversations. The best teams are the ones that obsess about the rankings. Have you heard the word of our Lord and Savior, David Ingram? He comes to us from the great land of Canada. He was nailed on the hockey cross and stuck into that goalie stance for three straight days until he rose to come back in D1 deck hockey finale and he united the entire deck hockey universe. Dave Ingram, Church of. All right, so some players move up, some players move down. And if you're one looking to, I guess, outshine your rank or maybe uh, attain that that next rank and move up a league, uh, this is the time of year to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, off-season stuff, whether it's uh, getting in shape, cardio, skills, what, what, whatever it is you personally feel like you need to focus on in the off-season – uh, that's something that we want to start bringing to you guys kind of in, in this downtime. Cause it's, it's like something, a new content thing. Well, it's something that we all want to focus on ourselves. I mean, I personally, I need to get the cardio back up to where I used to be. I want to get the slap shot back on point like it mm-hmm. used to be. And I mean, everybody's got something. I'm sure you guys can attest that something that they personally want to work on. So that's something we want to bring to you guys is, is just small, uh, how to videos, training tips, whether it be a, a quick stick handling drill you can do in your basement. And it, it wants to be all centered around people that I'm, we know you have families. We know you have, you've got kids, you've got a job, you've got crap going on. And these are things that you can either do in your free time, uh, or in, you know, if you got an unfinished basement and you, and you can take a couple of shots at the wall or you got a net in your garage, it, whatever it, it is. It's just incorporating a, little, a few tips of the trade. Let's call it that into your daily life, not to take it over, not to, oh, I need to spend three hours in the gym and yep. block yeah, we're that not, time. We're not getting you ready for NHL. We're just, no, we're bumping you up a league, man. Yeah. If you need to drop five pounds. You need quicker hands. I need to work on my backhand. I Let us know what you think. Yeah. Let us know what you think. We're and happy we to help. I want the feedback. Yeah. And so I, this is, I guess it's kind of a group effort, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of taking this one because that's what got me into hockey was just the fact that my parents were nice enough never to finish our basement and to <laughs> let me turn that into a rumpus room. And that's the only reason that, that I have any skill whatsoever is because as a kid, that was all I did was I sat in that basement and I stick handled with a golf ball or I shot at, at the net. Or it's I, using the resources well, you have to, like, at the time you have it. Yeah. So you, and, you know, and so there's a lot of very small tips and tricks that you can do just to, to take your game to the next level. And it's not going to take a ton of your time. It's, you know, you can do it while watching TV. You can do it while... Well, and it's not going to break the bank. Exactly. While listening to Deck Hockey Focus. Absolutely. You don't need a gym membership. Yeah, nope. there you go. Throw on a Deck Hockey Focus episode and, <laughs> and stick in for a, a half hour. But So if there's something you guys want out there uh, from an offensive standpoint, uh, 
uh, I'll probably be head man in the charge on that one. So uh, whether it's it's shots, if it's tiny drills that you want to do, whatever it is you guys want to get better at, let us know. And, and that'll kind of guide us uh, on the journey there. And if there's something that you guys want from a goaltender standpoint, I mean, yep. I mean, I kind of I kind of spoke out of turn there, boys. But I mean, what, what are you guys going to work on in the offseason? Right now, I'm all P90X yoga. I mean, it, it's strength building, it's cardio, but you're using your own body weight to increase that strength and flexibility. And that's key. Mm-hmm. And I have it at home. It's in my basement. Honestly, like I'm, you might see a change of venue in some of these videos for my basement, but that's no more of an example of what I put together. Yeah. And that's what I do. I, I you know, I, I work a job. I've been gone for two days traveling for work, but uh, I brought that DVD with me in the hotel room, did it there. And, you know, I come I come home from work, I let the dog out, I play with her for a while, and I throw in a load of laundry, uh, let the dishwasher run, and run downstairs and knock out some yoga. Well, and these will be things, too, that you can, uh, at least from an, from an offensive standpoint, if you got kids or something like that, these are things you can even just, this is, this is me joking around in the basement with my dad when I was a kid, and little did I know that stick handling a racquetball between a, a bench in my basement was actually working on my hands. Yeah. I thought I was just playing games, but there's a lot of things that, that I've learned and just small little things that you guys can work on. So Squatch, what's, what's number one for you? What's what's the number one glaring thing that, that's got to get better in your mind? Uh, it's actually two things. Okay. Um, so first is flexibility for me. I also need to lose about 35 pounds in the off season because that'll help push me back towards my ideal weight, um, which aids in flexibility because fat just gets in the way, uh, especially if you have a big gut like I have, like you've seen on that video where I got waxed. Um, <laughs> How's that belly that, button, by the way? That that actually prevents your spine from bending all the way because you just have this fat compacting and it can only compact so far. Well, it's just like so, people and, always want lighter equipment, lighter sticks and stuff and if you're a lighter player, you got a lot less everything to lug around. Yeah, you're gonna and be I, faster. You're I gonna take be stronger a different dieting approach than you guys, but I don't think either one is better than the other. It just works for different body types. Um, traditionally, um, it's I can pack on a lot of muscle quickly, um, but muscle doesn't help flexibility. No. In the slightest. And that's what's held me back, I think, from excelling as a goalie. So that's the things I'm going to be focusing on. Because I, I need to focus more on flexibility and less on tacking on mass. Yeah. Because uh, no, you... when you add mass, you lose flexibility, bro. That's just a fact. Well, and look at like Ben Bishop or Braden Holt, Holtby, those types of goalies who are like, you know, 6'4", 6'5", 6'6", and they look like bean poles. They are. Mm-hmm. But, and they're just wiry and they cover ground quick. Yeah, but they're strong as shit for their body type. Yeah. And, you know, they're flexible. Like, you know, they, they use their body for them, not against them. They're not trying to change who they are. They're trying to use what they've been given <clears throat> to, you know, and maximizing that. And I think there, there's a there's a separate side to that too. So as a fat guy that can gain and lose weight a lot, you know, throughout the years, um, like I know I, I I tout this a lot too much. Um, I did the Spartan race, you know, earlier this year, and a lot of that was just sheer willpower and getting through it. I and every one of you listening to the show that might be a little overweight or might think you can't do it, you can do it. There's no excuse to not like being fit. You can get there. It well, just yeah, takes set, time. Set a goal and, and achieve it. Yeah. Well, and it's what we were just talking about a minute ago. Um, some things are out of your control, 
But at the end of the day, all you can all you can focus on is your game, your play, your physical fitness, your skill set. Focus on that in the off season, and I mean you're you're going nowhere but up. Yeah. And kind of kind of leave the excuses at the door. I mean, I myself in recent years have. I would say slumped and, you know, oh, you know, I got a new job and I'm whatever it is. I don't have the time to work out like I used to. You can always okay, find the time. Well, knock it off. Yeah. Well, quit wasting time and mock, get back in the gym, mm-hmm. you know, put and, the six pack in the, in the fridge and get in the gym, buddy. And, yeah. and for those of you with families, if you go to your family and you say, hey, I'm feeling a little out of shape or I'm not where I want to be. And they don't want to make the time for you. Get a new family. Deck hockey focus. I think we talked about that that already. You should already be divorced. Like if you're following the deck hockey protocol, you shouldn't have a family anymore. (laughs) Very good. (laughs) No, but like like I'm saying is, I've I've always been a a big preacher of I don't like people that go on a diet, you know. And I'm gonna try this diet for the 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 winter and see if I can lose thirty pounds. You got to pick something that that you can stick with forever. And even if, if you lose five pounds a month for That's fucking huge. 30 months, you've changed your, your lifestyle. Yeah, that yeah. that kind of comes back to, I have another point about goal setting. Um, now, I just made this goal of like 35 pounds, right? Mm-hmm. I will not worry about the 35 pounds. I would rather break that. I would, like If you come to me and you say, Squatch, I'm going to lose 50 pounds. And as your life coach, I'm going to tell you you're fucking crazy. Tell me how much weight you want to lose in the next two weeks. And if you tell me two or three pounds, I will tell you, all right. Yeah, well, you have to do it incrementally. Like, you, you can't look at is, people, a mile down people, the road. You have people to. People think too far ahead. Yeah. That's exactly. why goals fail. You need to be setting yeah. a goal for two weeks or a month and have a conversation with yourself. Well, it's more about establishing the, the plan of how you're going to execute exactly. the goal. Well, it, no, exactly. I think your, your goals should be goals, or in your case, limiting them. You know, well, I, points don't lie at the end of the no, day. I don't yeah. think squat. No, I, that's not what I took away from that. I don't think he's limiting the goal. I think he's just trying to establish a no, plan absolutely. to get there and keep focused it, on today and tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that next step. Yeah, one, mm-hmm. one, one step at a time. Don't look to the top floor. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And then once it becomes habit, you what, know, what is it like? Com- like three 20, weeks is twenty-one what, days. Yeah, three weeks and it, a habit yeah. becomes a norm. But you've already got something in your back pocket, and that's that. I you mean, have to every, everybody that listens to us, you you must love hockey. You must love deck hockey. We know you love stick handling around. We know you love scoring goals or taking them away, whatever you're into. And and we just we want a segment that's kind of dedicated to bringing you up to the next tier mm-hmm. without having to put in a ton of time or buying equipment or having some fancy workout routine. There are so many dumb little tricks that you can do in the off season that are not only fun. But will strengthen you, get you in better shape, and and if you're not looking at the scale and you're more thinking about, hey man, I can't wait to get home and dangle through a chair in my basement. Before you know it, you're gonna step on the scale and you're gonna be like, holy shit, I just lost 20 pounds over the two months, the or holiday whatever it is. break or yeah. whatever, you know. For yeah. and I mean, and, th- and, that, and that's how you get better, mm-hmm. and then that just then you have a better season, and then you're on a better tournament team, and then before you know it, man. The sky's the limit. Yeah. No matter the space, there's not really a whole lot of excuses to not 
trying you know yeah. at least giving some sort of effort yeah no it's not even the space it's the lifestyle it's the family life i mean you know you're gonna make small changes incremental changes here and there and you know you're gonna see results as long as you put the work in but yeah so guide us whatever you want to learn let us know and and we'll try to tailor that to you guys because i mean the only reason we do it is because people listen yeah. we love it so uh give us some advice there and we'll be pumping out videos because we freaking love it man uh but so uh wrapping it up so squatch what did we learn today there is no excuse to not be good at duck hockey. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. Shaq, what'd you learn? Uh, I'm going to piggyback on that one. It's like it's it's the work you do in the offseason. Uh, it's going to make you a better player. Uh, showing up a game once or twice a week is not going to get you there. It's what you do when there are no games. I would say number one thing I learned is rankings. Bum, bum, bum. There's D5, thing. baby. We're going places in the Quad Cities. We're calling you out. We're calling you out, Waterloo, Canada, anyone in the south. Springfield. Yeah, we're coming for you, man. QC is a hockey hotbed. That's the only thing I learned today, and we're only getting better. boy. While I still got your attention, we're, uh, we have koozies for sale, two for five. You may have heard it in our uh, cold read earlier. We're also going to have T-shirts, sweatshirts, all available for you, and possibly deck hockey hat, or deck hockey focus hats um, coming to you. Look for our square store to be coming. Uh, you'll you can pay us online via credit card or cash if you see any of us. Look for new deck hockey focus merchandise. And we and appreciate everybody that uh, currently has a deck hockey focus koozie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been seeing some stickers stuck around the Quad Cities. We yeah. appreciate the graffiti guys. Keep it up. Absolutely. And one of the, I think the thing to note here is, um, guys, is it's not a profit thing for us. We're not making money. All we're trying to do is make this better for you. It um, goes into nobody's pocket. We're just upgrading equipment, getting better spaces, um, you know, all that fun stuff. So your support, yeah, your support's appreciated. And, uh, you know, we bring it back and reinvest it into the podcast. So you could, thank you. You could feed a starving African child or you could be selfish and help Deck Hockey Focus. Uh, so if you were listening tonight, you heard all about my chest waxing and how awful it was. Um, what you can do to make your team better and a little bit of off-season training advice. Thank you all for taking a listen to us tonight, and uh, keep it all deck.